And we are live. Welcome to episode 17 of Live Lunch with me, Johan Philip. And we have a very special guest with us, Matt Davis, who leads the site that meets at the showroom center, the Emmanuel mm-hmm, site mm-hmm. that meets at the showroom center. Also been an elder at Emmanuel since 2009. Good research. 2009. Now, I, well, I wasn't there. I missed your elder laying on of hands. Being coronation ordained ordained ceremony by a day you, you missed it yeah you and Steve Boone that's right it's just the we two were, of you we were yeah the young, um, boy, the young the, boy Steve the young boy and Matt's been at Emmanuel for many years as well I have um, since day one 38 of us in a school hall bring your own chair yeah um, Joel was there he was launching the church at four years old yeah as you said before yeah. so um, wow. I was there age 11 so, brilliant yeah it's really good to have you with us. This, uh, this is great. Where's the food? I've always promised food. I have, the food hasn't arrived as yet. It should be here any minute. Good. Uh, and it's going to be a fun thing to eat. Um, yeah, Joel's uh, away this week. I think he's back next week. Um, but we have a more than sufficient substitute. Absolutely. Thank Matt you. Davis. I've been looking forward to this for quite a few weeks. I used to play for the, um, the football team that this church runs. And I was always the substitute. Were you actually super yeah, sub? Actually, yeah. super sub Davis. Did you enjoy it? Coming in no, well, well, I had to, emotionally, I had to cope with the fact that I wasn't chosen. Yeah. Um, oh. To be a first elevener, so but I've coped with it and I've matured and played my part. But you were also one of the first. You were the first site leader at Emmanuel. Yes, this is also true. Um, it's been an adventure. Yeah, and a 2011 we planted. Yeah, so my wife and I moved from where we were living in Hove. And um, we moved deliberately right into the heart of the town so that we could become part of the furniture. And then nine months later, we launched the first first service. Yeah. So it's been brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we've got the wonderful Megan. Megan, you weren't with us last week, were you? No, I was in Bristol last week. You were gigging in Bristol? Yeah. Did that go well? Yeah, it was fun. I love Bristol. We do love listening to Megan's music. Megan is on Spotify. Um, and Yeva, who is behind the production <laughs> desk. How many days till you get married, Yeva? 207. 207 days till Yeva and Danusia get married. And that is very exciting. Well, it is, it's a long way off, though. It'll come around quick. Yeah, it'll come, it'll come around quick. Somebody yeah. told me that the 86 day mark, that's the one you want to get to, 86 days. And as, well, it's just it's just somebody without what, any food. What happens? What happens? <laughs> it is a lovely Josh. What's the eighty six? So somebody told me this, and it worked for me when I got married. Uh, wait till you get to day eighty six day left to your wedding, and then you suddenly go from eighty six to day zero in a second. Oh, in a flash, time just flies. It feels like it drags up to t minus eighty six. Okay, and then okay, t minus eighty six. Mm-hmm. So basically, have to get everything done. By 86 days to go. Yeah, if you if you did that, you'd be super efficient. But and is that like still an okay moment to change your mind, like to pull I, out? I, or, I, you know? don't, I don't have that sort of a mentality. <laughs> once once I've committed, I, I see it through. It sounds very significant. Um, mm. Before we get into to talking about the preach, uh, you are launching something on leadership. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yes. that? Yes. So um, I'm passionate about um, people um, having their leadership gifts. Uh, developed. I think that um, everybody um, has got something of, of leadership in them. Uh, we lead ourselves every day and it's about drawing people out, harnessing their gift. Um, the church needs leaders. We've got, If we're serious about 
churches and planting churches and planting sites, we've got to be serious about developing leaders. So, mm-hmm. so we're going to be um, launching a, um, a program where uh, we can tackle such things as calling, competency, character, uh, commitment, all of those kinds of things that need to be looked at, pulled out, examined, um, challenged in your own life. Um, and we're going to be taking through, uh, taking people through a like a systematic look at or deep dive into what does it mean yeah. to be a leader in church life. Yeah. So, so that's starting in our summer term. And um, have we done some? Because I don't think I've been a part of a church which has done something like this before, like an intentional leadership training track, not just for for ten or twenty people. It's open to. Yeah, I heard a staggering number. What was the number of people carrying leadership responsibility so at Emmanuel? It's around the seven hundred mark. So seven hundred. So it, I mean, obviously there are levels of leadership. Yeah. Um, but um, we we want to draw people into it, and in doing so, we'd be we'd be fools not to um, develop people and and call certain gifts out of them. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. So, so. you are going to run a training course for seven hundred people. Well, no, well, well, if we did that, we wouldn't have anybody leading anything. So we got to kind of like you know we're gonna we're gonna filter them across gonna, the next five years. Away. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it's uh, the idea is that we we get going now. We're going to start something now so that we see the fruit of it and the benefit of it in the years to come. Brilliant. And you've had quite a bit of interest for in, sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In it's course. been great developing it. It's been great kind of piloting it with a few friends and and seeing how we can shape it so we're looking forward to the launch really good stuff looking forward to it yeah uh thank thank you that's my pleasure for looking out for people in church and saying no let's let's develop you there it's brilliant that was almost Um, sincere but yeah it was it was very (laughs) sincere it was sincere it was sincere but bless you you. uh and you're also broken in hovel football fan oh have you got your ticket to wembley that is the question because tickets went on sale for the albion plus category so i personally speaking um it's quite expensive and so I've decided to give um, and everything. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So I've decided to stay at home with my family, who uh, we all have Brighton strips. So yeah. we all get into our strips, and uh, we're going to have a barbecue, mm-hmm. and we're going to watch it on the big screen at home, and invite some friends, and that would be way more fun than spending several hundred pounds and being caught up in traffic and who wants any of that anyway we're going to get hammered Man City are going to absolutely batter oh, us aren't they wait, so, don't say that yeah they totally are <laughs> it is they a, totally a are. cup it is a cup semi final anything could happen anything could happen, anything like, could happen. like losing 5-0 wow. that's right yeah like but, um, Millwall and that last minute last second last kick off yeah, the that's football. game goal we I I much rather see Brighton stay in the Prem and um, if nobody watching this um, agrees with me, then it's, they're not fans. We want to stay in the Prem. The Cup is a happy experience, and we're going to enjoy it. Oh, look at this. I don't feel like it should oh, be an either-or. It should be a, a, it should be a, a both, both, yeah. Shouldn't it? In my so dreams. That's the normal one. That's the normal one. Oh, this is for amazing. You, Thank you very much. The wonderful people at the Villas Cafe in Hove. Cheers. You are just brilliant. Perfectly delivered. And the wonderful people at KFC as well. (laughs) (laughs) The unsung heroes who bring us murder chickens. Thanks thanks, thanks so much, Dan. Um, Justice for chickens, that's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so so Wembley. Yeah, I I think... 6th of of April? 6th of April. Uh, 6th of April, so it's coming up really soon. And um, I've got this theory that if you were born... Um, in Brighton yeah. or in the or in the conurbation, then there is no excuse for not being a Brighton fan. So, um, unfortunately, some of the people I even um, work with, some of my colleagues, um, are fans of other teams, uh, which I think is just wrong. It is very wrong. Um, I'd almost go so far as to say that it was possibly 
uh, sinful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, Does it make you angry? It makes, now you're coming to the subject. <laughs> Justice for seagulls, that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, mm. so there we go. Hey, this looks amazing. Do we just dive in? Is yeah, that the idea? That's brilliant. So last Sunday we looked at anger from the Summon of the Mount series. Um, Megan, do you want to read the verses that we looked at? I would love to. We never read the Bible on the show, which is crazy when it it's based on Bible teaching. We should do this more often. Okay, so I'm going to read from Matthew 5, verses 21 to 26. And this is on anger. To be honest, I've never eaten KFC whilst the Bible has been read before. No advice. No advice. This is a very exciting first. Okay. Let me get my chicken wing out (laughs) of this special moment. Everyone else got their lunch. I hope you got your lunch ready. Oh, uh, wow. oh a bit of chicken. Let's hear some bite with need some KFC. Okay. Oh, yeah. Chips. <laughs> you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison." Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. Mm. Wow. There's so much chicken in my mouth. This is a risky set of verses to read on a gift day Sunday, isn't it? Mm. Mm. If, you're, if you're angry, leave your gift. Don't put your gift at the altar. And then you say, well, it's gift day, so bring a gift to the altar. That's right. Well, we, we reminded people that <clears throat> for anyone that's left their gift... Um, please bring it to the altar now. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> amongst lots of howling and wailing reconciliation that was going on. Mm. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this chicken is brilliant. <laughs> I've just got some water. That was, it's a lovely temperature as well. It's not like cold chicken or anything. It doesn't make you angry. No, it doesn't make me angry. I'm going for the bucket. Mm. Wow. This is heavy. A bit like the text. <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. <laughs> Let's jump in. <laughs> Megan, what makes you angry? Tell us what makes you angry once we eat some more chicken. Um, this morning I had to go into the Apple store oh. and wipe my whole Mac. What? Made me very angry. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, but it's okay. I've got everything back. And it was one of those weird moments where everything was backed up. Mm. Never happens like that. Mm. So I'm not too angry. Mm. Um, also... Um, I mean, seagulls. Not, oh. the, not the football team. No. Seagulls. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I personally get quite angry when I'm in bed, whether that's camping or, like, just in my own bed, and you're, like, nice and warm, and then you suddenly realise you need the toilet. Mm. It's like you've got to get back out. Mm. And it's like you've got to get into the cold again. So those are probably some of my things. Mm. 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 It's in- a bit sad, really. Indian call centres. Indian call <laughs> I'm allowed wow. to say that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, you, nobody's going to agree with me on this, but which is, yeah. you can all nod politely. Mm. Sometimes they just they don't know how to help. It feels well. like they're following their script, and you're like, "Come on, you messed up. Just sort this order out, or sort mm. this mm. issue out. I'll spend money on this issue. Mm. Oh, sorry, we can't help you with this. This is not our fault. 
That was a really boring accent, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I should have just spoken in my normal voice. You just <laughs> it, is, it is also You sounded strangely Welsh. I did I did play I did play in the Scotland. They asked me once when I said in answers in the office if, if I'd uh, answer the phone. And I was like, no chance. Nobody wants to call an office and, and, and speak to an Indian person. <laughs> so the, uh, I got I got off I got off the hook from answering the phone in the office. Because I said oh, yeah. It's the Emmanuel Indian Call Centre. Mm. Yeah, welcome to Emmanuel. Oh, wow, your church is so impressive. You've got a call centre in India. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can't help you oh, there. Dear. Um, yeah. What makes me angry? What makes you angry? You didn't ask me that question, but I just I'm teed hoping, you up I'm there. hoping you don't say Indian call centre. I teed you up there. I teed you up. <laughs> um, I do actually have... I, I have some sympathy with Megan about the whole seagull thing. And... Um, um, I, I, I don't mind seagulls in the sense that, you know, they're very impressive if you get up close to one. They're mm. beautiful creatures, really. Um, big. Um, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Hey, but um, when they get near my barbecue in the summer, that's, that does me, that, that, that frightens me and annoys me. And once I was, um, uh, we'd done the barbecue, we laid the food out, it was the call to lunch, and uh, there was a seagull that was sat in the middle of the lawn. And I'm thinking, Uh-oh. he's just waiting. He's, well, I assume it was a boy. We just, he was his, I don't know why I said that. Mm. But he, he was waiting to, to take his pickings. You know, he was like waiting for us to like look down or something, you know, mm. and he would swoop. And um, I, had a, um, I had a Perspex tennis racket next to me. Which, which uh, <laughs> I don't know whether we should go down there. No. Are you sure you want to keep sharing the story? And the idea, the audience was that, is wide. Uh, the audience is wide, but it was just a gentle encouragement to fly oh, okay, away. Yeah, okay, yeah, oh, that's fine. And so I kind of waved the thing, and then and it didn't go. And so I kind of decided to just to offer the the the, the racket a bit closer. Mm. And uh, I, suffice to say that um, I was over enthusiastic, and uh, the seagull. Uh, engaged with the bat, <laughs> uh, but he was fine. He flew off, uh, somewhat indignant. Did not steal any of my lunch, Good. so um, I'm happy about that. Good. Yeah. So, that's a nice story. That is a nice story. Um, the seagull has never been seen since, but, <laughs> but his friends have. So, no um, I think all 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 humour aside, anger and, and dealing with anger is is is, mm. is big. It's serious. It, you don't really want to be on the receiving end of somebody else's anger. Um, but there's also, how do we channel anger well, is my question. I think on, on one hand, we read scripture where anger and God are in the same verse. So it's not like yeah. God hides his anger or, or takes it away um, from it, from expressing it, mm. um, from expressing it yeah. uh, in scripture. Yeah. Um, so how do we, I, I guess... What wisdom could you share with us about how we should get angry and when we should get angry? Yeah, yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? I think um, the stuff of life feels like it conspires uh, to draw all the worst out of us. Um, uh, If if you're a parent um, like me, I've got fairly young children um, and um, my wife is superb at being patient and kind and merciful and uh, we try and team it in that respect, but but there are there are times where um, you have to uh, bring correction um, in love. And I think what I've learned about parenting is um, is that my um, anger, if kind of uh, allowed to to spring up in the moment, is a, is a, not a good thing at all. Um, so I think 
um, having being able to reflect on your emotion mm-hmm. um, just do, does wonders uh, for um, kind of engaging, you know, engaging with questions like, why am I angry? You know, whoever asks that when they're angry, you just don't do it. You mm-hmm. press the horn or you yell at the kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's your tendency is to react. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the wisdom for me would be just ask the why question, you know, um, an internal discussion going on. And I think that's a good starting point. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, that's mm. that's that's a re- the reflection mechanism, if that's even possible, mm. um, would be a good one. Taking yourself out of the situation. Yeah. I know my wife and I tag team it with the kids sometimes, and if it's a bit stressy, we, we know each other. And, um, and so I'll walk out the room and Alison takes over and I'll go and do some... Deep breaths and ask the why question. You know why? Why am I? Why is this? Why am I offended? Hit some seagulls uh, or something. Yeah, you know, get some seagulls, batter them. That's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's asking those questions and, and taking time to reflect. I think is is great. Hmm. So, I, I found so it, I have young kids as well, mm. and there's something about kids where they just know what to say. Their timing is is impeccable. Oh, you know exactly what to say at what time, which will send you. Uh, mm, yeah, mm, mm. Uh, we might as well say here are my buttons. Press right, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like giving yeah. them the mm. the button cord thingy thing. Yeah. There you go. Press exactly. Um, come back from work six o'clock. <laughs> tired. Wait. That's right. Why aren't you wearing a nappy? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and always the stories feel funnier in hindsight, but in the moment, it's not funny at all. It's not. Uh, I was talking to I was talking to somebody who's a leader. Okay, I won't go any more than that. Uh, he said he he walked into his, his five or six year old son's bedroom like eight o'clock in the night, and the boy was on his bunk bed and just like standing <laughs> on the top of his bunk bed, perched on top and weeing onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, it's really funny for everybody else except for this poor guy. He was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but anyway, sorry, f- friend. If I've I haven't named you, so do not feel. Worried or whatever. I know who you're talking about. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, anyway, but personally, I found going to the toilet is a better option. No, sorry, personally, I found um, sh- sharing with with, mm. with with people. Nigel Waller, mm. uh, and uh, mm. dear friend at the New England side, mm. uh, very wise. Mm. Probably, I've never seen him angry. Probably slows to anger after. Oh, I have, man. Have you? Okay, don't don't ruin it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I I remember talking to him once. I feel like I'm just getting angry with my kids far too Mm, quickly, mm, and I'm mm. not feeling. I I don't think this is right. And and yes, there's. I'd go and apologize to them and and demonstrate my vulnerability and and my dependence on Jesus's grace and forgiveness. But I don't. I don't. I need to stop. Yeah. I don't want that to be the story Mm. of our lives. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, I found it made such a big difference mm. it, because it, it, scripture does talk about bringing things to the light, yeah. to the light, and, and confessing, yeah. Yeah. and being, and you finding freedom. And so you've got to believe in supernatural transformation when you mm-hmm. obey scripture. And I think absolutely, I haven't nailed it perfectly, but I, I, there definitely was a turning point mm. in my life mm. when I went to Nigeria and I was really finding this whole parenting thing very hard. Yeah, with getting angry with yeah. my kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love to say I've never been angry with them since, but I have. Uh, but it was just it changed significantly. Yeah, I think yeah, it. Yeah. I and I, I I can't say anything more than that happened. Yeah. That's all I did was talk to him and say, "Can you pray with me?" And we prayed yeah, together. Yeah. Um, and God is gracious. He he loves to work 
in our lives. So well, that for me, I found that um, that is a, is a great tip on what to do if you feel like I'm, I find like I'm getting angry with yeah, yeah. With, with kids especially or even with people. Is bring it to the light and find somebody you can talk to. Um, it's good. I mean, I think we are um, wanting to build communities that are willing to go deep. Yeah. Um, and so kind of sharing a life mm. um, with somebody being vulnerable. I'm not saying, you know, we, we share with multiple people mm. in, in a yeah. big contest, but we, we approach people that we trust mm. and, um, and glean their wisdom. People that are ahead of you in life, mm. um, like the example you gave, just someone who's who's going to have more wisdom than you, mm. more, ex- more life experience. So spot on. Yeah, I, I, yeah. so I didn't go mm. in like this confession frenzy sort of thing of like, oh, let's go have fun. Mm talking mm. or he didn't have any like weird um mm. being inquisitive about what was going on in my life it, it felt quite <laughs> like father son moment mm. where mm. as a son i went mm. to a father saying i'm just really struggling with something can you yeah can you be a father figure to me in this situation and, and he was and i love that about you i love yeah. that there's such a sense of community we're not doing yes. this mm-hmm. by ourselves and, and mm. yes so often we can get caught mm. up with with our mission and, and the work that we are, we are mm. supposed to be doing mm. and mm. um and 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 as staff on, on delivering Sunday services and, mm-hmm. and all of this, which are, which are great. But I think there's also stepping back and being a part of community and saying, That's right. I need help. That's uh, right. And I need a friend. I need a father. I need a brother and, or a mother and a sister. It's great. And it's great, isn't it? Yes. We are so blessed with godly people. We are. And church community. Um, okay, so so I think those things are clear. Mm. You know, I, I was wrong. I was angry in that moment. Mm. I need to be careful. What about certain things? Um, which in some ways it, uh, it it's good if if you if you feel pers- if you almost feel like it's a personal insult when stuff goes wrong. So for instance, um, I guess big injustice in the world. Mm. You, we've seen. I I'm, I wonder. I I reckon William Wilberforce got angry with slavery mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and must have been livid and, and yeah. furious and yeah. and yeah. it might even have been towards slave towards slave traders and towards people. Sure. He was he was angry and you yeah. almost think. That's mm. good mm. anger. Mm. Um, how do we kind mm. of navigate that between, mm. hey, this is an anger that I should keep a check on, mm. and this is a good mm. anger which mm. maybe goes doing something through it? I think um, we touched on it um, uh, on Sunday in our in our sermons across the sites about um, the starting point of um, the kind of right kind of anger um, is um, is found in God, and and because we are image bearers of God. This kind of rising up of um, wanting uh, justice for certain situations is a healthy, good, God-given emotion, mm. and I think it's being able to discern um, between that and the and the and the selfish, um, self-serving emotion that comes forth, you know, with kids or whatever it is that's making us angry, um, uh, motorways, seagulls, whatever. I think I think it's about learning to um, discern. The difference between the two, um, and again, for me, it's like asking the question: um, it's just, Is this feel like a, the kind of thing that God would be angry about? Um, because um, God is a God of love; He's also a God of wrath. There are things that He's angry about, and and because we're made in His image, then being angry um, about injustices is a healthy, normal mm. uh, process to go through for sure. I don't think, um, as believers, uh, we have a monopoly on senses of injustice mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that um, humanity um, lives with this um, this God-given, image-bearing um, thing um, just speaks volumes about the character of God. Mm. So, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think it. Yeah, I, I love that he said. That's what I was thinking about when he said, he said we don't have a monopoly over injustice no. and our responsibility. Yeah, we we can't take that pressure no. on us. No. We very much work with mm. with experts and 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 I guess other people who. Mm. Who are just passionate about stuff. Mm. Um, I'm working with a lady at the moment who, um, in a voluntary capacity, um, who she she really this is her kind of raison d'être. She cares about um, injustices, um, particularly people who are um, experiencing poverty or exclusion of some sort in our culture in our society. Um, trying to. Um, uh, nurture a group of, of those kinds of people to sit in a room with some of our business leaders, civic leaders, mm-hmm. politicians, policymakers to try and start a conversation going, you know, here's what I'm experiencing mm. and here's, you know, perhaps we can do something about that through our policymaking. Um, but her, so her, her sense of uh, anger mm. about what looks like a, um, a cultural injustice is being at work like that, which is mm. fantastic. By no means a person of faith, as far as I'm aware, mm. um, and, but yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking about was, um, and we've got a few more minutes before we've got to finish the show. Got well. You got a question? Uh, do you want to go for your question? Then I'll oh, bring mine in. Um, it comes back to the whole like finding spiritual uh, mm. the father. So this is from mm. I think it's from Adson. Mm. Adson, tuning in. So he said, "Great advice, echoing what you said at Emmanuel Leaders for those, especially in our any evening service, who are struggling to find those spiritual fathers and mm. mothers in the church." Maybe they work Sunday mornings and so can't go to the morning service uh, to find someone there. Others that I know are just very introverted and don't know how to ask. What would you advise those people to do? It is a question which comes up a lot for us, but the avenues can often seem daunting to some young people. Gosh, yeah, that feels like something of a conundrum, doesn't it? I think, again, it's it's the pursuit of... Of um, of those um, that uh, may may be ahead of us um, in our Christian walk, in our life experience, mm. I'd say to um, to you, Addison, uh, email me. <laughs> um, please don't all email me. <laughs> uh, but um, I think it's it's a case of trying to um, to work out who who is it in my um, immediate community. Mm. Um, I'd say look out, but don't. Don't um, be too quick to disqualify certain people. Um, I think I said um, at our recent leaders meeting that you can't get everything you need from one person or one avenue. Mm. And so um, I just encourage you to um, just push the boat out and, and, and try different different options. And there's no, there's no two ways about it. You're going to have to. It's got to be a, it's a pursuit. Mm. And I think anyone that's pursuing wisdom will find it. Yeah. Um, I think there's a there's a mandate, you know, even a biblical mandate, you know, find it and yeah, pursue yeah. it. Um, yeah, so that's... that's so I'll, I'll tell you a top tip is go, go up to an older couple in church or whoever that you think I'd like to learn a bit from you. Go up to them and say, hey, let me babysit for you one evening. You go and draw, take your wife out on a date night Brilliant. or go and look after, bless your mm-hmm. wife and I'll look after your kids. I'll babysit for you. And then the next or another evening, can we have dinner together and I'll bring you dinner as well. Who would say no to somebody like that? Mate, that is scary. That's him. That is a top tip right there. Yeah, absolutely. Offer to babysit a couple who you want to learn from and then cook for them as well and just be that blessing. Good. Brilliant. And mate, you will have a list, a long list of people who want to hang out with you. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's very good. Is that uh, a way of trying to find babysitters? 
They should we should do like a babysitting app or something, uh, church babysitting app. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask questions, but Adsim's wonderful uh, Adsim's <laughs> wonderful question has has totally I've lost it. I don't know what my question was. We have another minute. Yeah. Does, does anybody else in the room have a question for Matt? Um, whilst we're I've, I've lost my question. That's okay. It's probably fallen on the floor or something. <laughs> With or, the chicken bones. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, let me just say something. Can I say yeah. a little bit more about the the lead thing? Yeah, yeah, go for can it. I, you got, you got that, another minute, so... Is that okay? okay. Of course you can. I just want to... Um, I would love um, everybody that's checking in on this to to think about um, their own development. Um, I don't. I, I think um, the thing that I look for mo- most in in young leaders um, is a desire to be developed. And so, um, if you if that's not if you're not living with that, then I would say try and ask some questions. Why Why am I not living with this desire to be developed? And so, I I, I just encourage you to. To pursue it, um, who doesn't want to change? You know, I think we, we want we want progress, don't we, in our lives? And mm-hmm. and uh, as a young man, um, uh, which of course I'm not now, uh, but I have been at some point. Just that desire to want to um, to move on in in, in leadership skill um, was there, and you just chase that thing down. So, yeah, just dive in. We want to we want to develop people. We want to see um, leaders come through so that we can keep. Um, uh, having healthy, vibrant churches. So. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Matt. Next Sunday is Mother's Day, so please remember to write to your mother or a mother figure in your life. Thank you a for lovely reminding card. me. Get them a present. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the clocks also go forward. forward. Yes. Yeah. So we get an extra sleep or we lose an hour sleep. We lose an hour of sleep. We've got to get to church great early. Mother's Day great Mother's Day present. So in my house, we always turn the clocks forward uh, the, the night before. Yeah. Rather than wait till the next day, who does that? Genius. If you have an if you have an Apple phone, if you have an iPhone <laughs> or an Android phone, at least for iPhones, don't change your time because it automatically does it for you. Yes, I know a friend who, right. who woke up two hours earlier because yeah. he changed the time. Oh. He did what you did, but there and are it, other devices. It worked well. Uh, so, yeah. Androids. Yeah, they do that as well. <laughs> they do. Okay, yeah. there you go. Top tip: Mother's Day this Sunday. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in.